Hello and welcome to Patched. I'm your host, Paul James. Today I'm joined by Matt Phillips. How are you, Matt? Oh, boiling. Boiling. Yeah, first hot day in a while. Boiling. No, it just goes from, you know, let's go from 15 degrees. You know what's a good idea? Let's go 30. from 15 degrees and double it. <laughs> this thing called heat. We haven't seen it all spring. And then all of a sudden, they just thought, you know what? Let's just skip spring, go straight to summer. And voila. Is something happening to your voice out of nowhere? It's not robotic, is it? It sounds pretty robotic, yeah. We can we can roll with this while we're recording if need be. Let's let's experience the the, the thrill of what's going on in Maddo's uh, situation. Well, you can you can discover what happens along with me, but you did yeah. go a bit. You did go a bit electronic oh. there. Uh, get back to me. The wonders of technology. So while while Maddo is sorting himself out, hopefully he's just sorted himself out. It is Game Awards time, and so as well as dropping a few predictions of what we think is going to be announced or shown or whatever during the event, we're also going to go through the predicted winners. Um, so for everyone watching uh, on the YouTube, sorry, on the podcast version, I've just projected all the nominees for currently the best esports um, event thing, and we're going to roll through all of them, all 31 different awards, all the way through to number one. Obviously, the esports and those sort of things we don't know jack shit about, so we'll kind of push through them pretty quickly. But, uh, Matto, is your audio good to go? I hope so. Oh, yeah. No, you're sounding much better. There we go. Business it always does it for some stupid reason. It just feels like it just has to go robotic without me doing silly sound effects like I've done in the past. It yeah, just... that was the thing that surprised me most. I'm like, uh, I, he said I robotic. I thought this is an intentional thing here. No, there's no piss taking that. Absolutely uh, not. Fair enough, then. All right, let's let's kick things off with the best esports event, and we'll just toss straight through them because we don't need to really focus on it at all. Uh, Evo 2022, the 2022 League of Legends World Championship, the PGL Major Antwerp, Antwerp 2022, Antwerp. the 2022 Mid-Season Invitational, what even, like, it looks like a soccer ball on top, maybe FIFA, and the Valorant Champions 2022. What's your pick? Uh, the... The middle one, the uh, Pro Golfing the, League yeah, Major. I'm going, I'm going Antwerp. Antwerp, 2022. It's I want to not going to win, but with a name like that, we have to acknowledge I it. I just so. want to know what an Antwerp is now. I'm very You can uh, Google it while we, while we go. But we'll move on to the next category, um, which is the best esports coach. Um, our nominees are, again, a bunch of names that I'm not familiar with at all, but... Uh, and oh fuck, I hate I hate the esports. All these, too. all these. Okay, let's let's go with. Um, Let alone some difficult one. surnames from time to time. Then just go, just go with the like names they call themselves. Yeah, one can't even spell. Andrew Blade Horodensky. I think I did that pretty well. It says Blade. Mateus Bzerka. Is that meant to be like Berserker? Tarasconi. Eric Doombros Sangren. Robert Roban. Dahlstrom and go score Dongbin. Dongbin? Like, old Dongbin. Are we, I don't know. I don't know if we're being horrible for chuckling at the name there, but he's got my vote for because of it. Oh, go, I was just going to go, go with the other. I was just going to go with the first guy because he looks asleep. I don't know what. Totally. Well, you could argue that our old Roban, Roban is too, but um, that's fair. Um, I'm going with uh, Dongbin just because. I'll go, go we go. Um, Doom Bros is like a pretty awesome name. Like the, that's the best name of the lot. But anyway, 
Uh, our next category, because again, we'll just keep pushing through. We don't know jack shit about it. Is the best esports team. Uh, Dark Zero Esports for Apex Legends. FaZe Clan for CSGO. Genji for League of Legends. Now I feel justified in that other one because I didn't know what Genji was before under under old Dong Bin's name, but now I know it's a League of Legends team. I feel like that probably adds to his chances. Uh, the LA Thieves for Call of Duty and Loud for Valorant. Got a pick? I'll just go Genji. They oh. look the happiest to be there in the picture. Um, loud is loud, poses. so they'll get my... But then again, the LA Thieves are having a really great time. Oh, so actually, they the, are. I'm going to go with the LA Thieves. Oh, that's a good point. Like it seems like they really seem like a, the you tried your best, but you failed miserably. Only catch is in this case like you had a great time. So you so give applause to this guy. He failed. Yeah. Next category. Oh come on, let's get away from this esports stuff. Let alone the names. Oh my god. Uh, best esports athlete is Jong Chovi Ji Hoon. Bon Jovi. It's not far off. Lee Faker Sang Hyok. I apologise to anyone who I'm mispronouncing here. This is far better than it's me, I think, than you here. Finn, Carrigan, Anderson. Wait till you get the, wait till you get the old simple. Good Alexander, simple. Costaleve. Oh, no, no, I'll pay that one. That's pretty good. Costa living. Um, an, old, an old Jacob. Jacob, yay, Whitaker. I'm throwing my support behind Jacob because he's been the easiest to deal with so far. Yeah. No, Not that I'll Finn, go. Carrigan, Anderson was too bad either, but... You just don't do thumbs up. You just... Well, I don't really know what he's doing. What is he doing? I don't know. He's doing the weird thumbs up. It looks like he can't put his pinkies in. I'm looking at Finn. I'm not looking at the old Jacob. I've got no idea. He's doing a fusion shucker. Cloud9 Valorant. Yeah, I guess I could see a Valorant thing winning somewhere along the way. Moving on. The best esports game. Oh, boy, esports. Um, there can't be much esports left now. Best esports game: uh, Counter Strike Global Offensive, Dota Two, League of Legends, Rocket League, and Valorant. Rocket League. I don't know. Valorant. Could say Valorant. League of Legends. I don't know. Could be any of them. I, mean, I don't know on, what good ones. Good on both Riot and Val for taking four of the five spots between them. But uh, yeah, Valorant, I guess. So good luck with Rocket League. Yeah, I hope Rocket League wins. Um, and here we go. Now we're moving into kind of oh, real back. topics. We're back. And now, um, one that's potentially going to, well, it's, it's, I mean, it means nothing, but it's, it's always fascinating to get the insight because there's some big names in this list. The most anticipated game. We've got Final Fantasy 16, Hogwarts Legacy, Resident Evil 4, Starfield, and The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I'm saying Zelda. Uh, it's, not my, it's not my personal choice, but it's the one that I think will win. Yeah, well, per- honestly, I think Zelda's going to win, but for me, it's Resident Evil 4. That's my... That's fair. Because I I'm feel excited. like that could be the obvious second, I think, in this case, for me. It's going to be Starfield, or Starfield, old googly eyes. Well, I would have said Starfield stuff. had it not been for Bethesda being bought. But because oh, now it's only coming to Xbox and they are the smallest console base, now obviously it's coming to PC as well. But I feel like like you take the PlayStation audience out and that's a huge number of uh, voices that will now just redirect their attention towards... I mean, if they're kind of the hardcore PlayStation one that doesn't want it to entertain anything that's on their platform, that instantly puts them on Final Fantasy sixteen, Hogwarts or Resident Evil 4, which probably helps your, your case there with Resident Evil 4. There you go. And then there's the Nintendo fans that I think will just... Uh, will the old remake. I think the Nintendo fans the old, will outmuscle everyone. The, oldie, the old remake gets outdoes everything again. Yeah. 
who knows? Yeah, it will be interesting to see. Next category, the best adaptation. I don't know about you, but I've actually managed to watch none of these so far. I've watched Which like half of Uncharted. I I've watched Uncharted. half of the Uncharted movie and it was horrible, so you can cross that one actually, out. Actually, no, I watched like an episode, maybe two of Cuphead. I didn't even know Cuphead had a show. Yeah, it's a Netflix show. Um, yeah, so is everything else. And so, yeah, as is four, three of the five things on the list. So we've got um, Arcane League of Legends, Cyberpunk Edge Runners, The Cuphead Show, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, and Uncharted. Well, I'm going with Sonic the Hedgehog 2 because I watched Sonic the Hedgehog and I enjoyed it. So most likely, I'm going to enjoy Sonic 2. I, and that's what I'm going with. I think Arcane... You could also say Cyberpunk or Arcane. I think Arcane yeah, I will win. The, yeah, that was a game. People were losing... It's it's based on Le- League of Legends. Like, it's in the League of Legends universe. Because um, it's not actually... Yeah, there's no game called Arcane. It's it's just kind of connected to the... It's uh, yeah, connected to the the games um and the reception for that thing like that is in terms of the critical opinion that is by far and away the most acclaimed of all the games here and i i think that might still be enough because it's netflix so many people would have seen it um sonic i'm also wary of because like those sonic fans are fucking weird but anyway well they need they need some excitement because let's be honest their games haven't been for 20 or 30 years so they need something good that's a good point Next up is the best debut indie game, which is a weird, weird sort of category to have considering at least one of the nominations here I'm aware of. It's absolutely not the person responsible's first game. But anyway, um, Neon White, which is the the one I'll get to in a sec. Uh, Norco, Stray, Tunic, and Vampire Survivors. Got any I'd thoughts? I'd say Tunic. I played Tunic. I kind of enjoyed it, and they got really angry at the same time I think Stray will win not because it's the best game here but it's the one that's been the most nominated of everything on the list so um, and that's I guess kind of foreshadowing a little bit but the nominations have been out there for a couple weeks so hopefully people have had the opportunity to check them out and yeah uh, Stray is the most nominated game of of anything on this list by a long long way right down to the point that it is in the the game of the year list which is ridiculous to me but anyway Um, Neon White is a weird one because that um, is done by the responsible by the developer who did um, Donut County, you know the one with the hole that gets bigger and bigger and bigger and just consumes. The oh yeah, I, yeah. I remember that. That was my favourite game. Yeah, but he went and oh. formed a new studio, and so that's enough to justify debut indie, even though it's helmed by the exact same person. Anyway, it's like it's like giving uh, Kojima best debut indie because he's an independent developer these days, and right, uh, when he game. left and did Death Stranding, it was his first game. Fuck off. Yeah, it anyway, makes perfect sense. Like, it ticks all those boxes of the definition of the title, so I guess we better nominate Kojima. Um, oh, one that I'm, we're probably both a little bit more vague on, but uh, content creator of the year, Carl Jacobs, is a na- who is a name I've heard. Ludwig, who I hadn't heard of. Nibelian, I who of. I love I their Twitter work, but can't believe that Nibelian's in there. Uh, Nobrew and... Cutie Cinderella. Cutie Cinderella, yeah. Right, that took a while to work that one out. Um, what are you thinking? I don't know. Look, I don't, it's a very weird sort of award because there's tens of thousands of content creators and you give it to five people. These five. These five. And there's probably five other... There's probably others out there that have probably done better things like, you know, one, four guys with playing <laughs> control with jelly beans or... Yeah. 
but they've been or nominated things like that. so they can't be nominated again I think is the I think that's oh, probably right. a little back end criteria for that one oh, no Jim the Tap Man because of his four guys yeah, last year or underdog. 2020 for four guys I don't know I, re- I, I reckon know. there's something about that in the background but you got a gut feel or just a name that sticks out uh, Lugwig I don't know why it's the only one I know I want to say Nabalian, but that's that like he's not a content creator, so no, absolutely not. And he literally decided to um, pull up stumps when his Patreon wasn't uh, creating enough money for him to actually live off this stuff for a while ago and disappeared, like killed even the Twitter account, all of it. So he literally was re- oh, regurgitating so... news, and I think was kind of exposed for it. So no, I don't like in terms of wasn't anything dodgy, but just realised that people aren't willing to pay for tweets. So. Um, Oh, that's the case. So you'll probably win then. He could, he could very well win. Uh, Carl Jacobs, because it's the name that I know, but I couldn't even tell you what Carl Jacobs does. Uh, anyway. By the looks of it, he plays mini golf. That's yeah, why. It might be that. Well, by the look of the picture, just mini golf videos. Who Next knows? category. Now we're kind of getting into oh, yeah, probably the games themselves and starting to kind of focus on them a little bit more. The best multiplayer, mm. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Multiverses, Overwatch 2, Splatoon 3, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, uh, Shredder's Revenge, isn't it? Yeah. It's a long yes. title, so I have to scroll off it. Uh, Shredder's Revenge, yeah. What are you thinking? I'm going Overwatch 2. That's my one. Definitely not Call of Duty because it's still got a lot of problems with cheaters that seems Activision doesn't want to do anything about. Yeah, I don't know. But Multiverse is also very popular. The old rip-off of Smash Brothers. But, it, like, it came and it went pretty quickly, I feel like. I don't know that many people are really still playing it much anymore. I could be wrong. Unless unless they pay money to streamers to go, hey, play our game. I'm actually going to okay. say Call of Duty. Ooh. Just because Call of Duty does what Call of Duty does. Overwatch will, um... I don't know... I, I think it might be one of those two, actually. Call of Duty or Modern Warfare. Oh, sorry, it's Call of Duty or company. Overwatch. So, we'll soon see, I guess. Uh, it's a category that, yeah, neither of us are necessarily the greatest of experts in, but something to talk about. Uh, best sports slash racing game, F1 2022, uh, FIFA 23, NBA 2K23, Gran Turismo 7, and Oli Oli World. I'll go with Oli Oli World. Just I'll go to... with Gran Turismo 7. Just not every, not 2K23 because that's just been the same rubbish every year for the last 10 years. Same with FIFA and F1. Uh, F1's just F1. Just, yeah, it's the same, same courses every year. Yeah, I think GT will get up. And obviously, like, there was the concerns early on in terms of how they were doling out XP or currency and those sorts of things. But I think they've retooled and rebalanced that a little bit, which then just leaves what is supposed to be in a pretty incredible racing game. So um, PlayStation probably picks up its first first trophy for the night here I think unless there's something I we've already discussed that I missed uh, best sim slash strategy game we've got Dune Spice Wars Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope Total War Warhammer 3 Two Point Campus and Victoria 3 I've, I'm going with Two Point Campus because you always keep talking about it I had a great time yeah. with Two Point Campus but uh, Mario plus Rabbids the other game. oh I don't think Dune's yeah, yeah. really gotten any traction at all. Total War Warhammer is meant to be, like the third one's meant to be incredible, but... Yeah, the 40,000 or whatever it is. But it's also just kind of a bit more niche, I guess, than like a you know, niche PC game versus a very... I mean, Mario's you know, probably the most iconic game character there is. So outside of maybe Pikachu. So um, 
I think Mario, and the fact that then it's an awesome game as well. So I feel like Mario Rabbit Sparks at Hope Did might be the one there. Your daughter, old uh, Dicklet. As oh, we... oh, fucking Dicklet. <laughs> Rapidly becoming the most uh, the most renowned character in video games, Dicklet. Uh, the best family game, Kirby in the Forgotten Land, Lego Star Wars, the Skywalker Ooh. Saga, Mario plus Rabbit Sparks of Hope, Nintendo Switch East, uh, sorry, Nintendo Switch Sports, not Nintendo Switch East Sports, <laughs> and Splatoon 3. Well, it's a tough one. It is a tough one. It's literally so the three Nintendo users. games. It's the Nintendo. See, you see where Nintendo's core audience is. Well, three oh. three of theirs. Ubisoft made it for Switch, and Lego Star Wars is a very family friendly Switch game as well. So it's oh, the Nintendo so... Award. It's always the Nintendo Award, except for last year when it takes two scooped it because it then went on to win oh, game of the year. And then got released on Nintendo a year later. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just to rub it in. Take that. You didn't win, awesome. now we're going to put a game on your platform too. Fuck you. Suck it. I'd say this is probably the toughest one out of all of them. Cause it is so far. It is, because they're all... Kirby? I'd, yeah, I, I I'll play the demo of... I'll play the demo of Kirby, but to be honest, that is the most family-friendly of all of them. I mean... Uh, maybe Nintendo Switch Lego Sports. Star Wars. I mean, Lego Star Wars is good, but... I don't think any family's going to get through nine games. Well, it also it starts off pretty slow. Like some of the like episode one and two are about as bad as the the movies that they're based on. So oh, so they just uh just go leave by example. Real accuracy, yeah. So they say, <laughs> did they mess up uh the Rise of Skywalker at the end of it? I don't know. I don't know. Just completely ignore everything. People get angry. I haven't gotten far I'm enough good. actually. I need to go back to it, but. Yeah, Kirby for me. What about you? No, I'll go Kirby as well. I enjoyed my time with Kirby or the demo I played because you got to go a truck or a vending machine. No, a cone. That's the one. Yeah, the cone. The the cone. Truck, there's the vending machine. Yeah, but the cone's hilarious. The cone was the best. Um, Best fighting game, which is a controversial uh, topic in this one. But anyway, uh, whatever DNF Duel is, from oh, but it's from Arc System, so it's going to be a good fighter, I'm sure. No Street Fighter this year? I'm no, shocked. But wait for it next year. I think you'll be getting Street Fire. I think you'll be getting Tekken 8. You'll be getting all sorts. So Tekken 8 is already confirmed to be at the Game Awards. So um, stay tuned for that, people. Uh, JoJo's Bizarre Adventure All-Star Battle R, which is a remaster of a last-gen game, I think. Uh, the King of Fighters 15, Multiverses, and the controversial one, Sifu, because it's not a fighting game. But because it's there, it's probably going to win. <laughs> Run it. Yeah. Just go seafood, just just for the laughs. It's the best game on the list, so um, it's just not a fighting game. So it depends, I guess, whether whether people look at it and go. I mean, the the people who voting on this are the same people who nominated for nominated for it. So I don't know if well that done, kind of consensus after the nominees came out means that people go, oh yeah, yeah, good point. Not really a fighting game, and go for something else because in that case. So you might as well just put God of War Ragnarok in there if that's the case. That's yeah. you can consider that a fighting game as well. Exactly Use right. Fit. Use fists. A lot of fists. Um, yeah, go figure. I'm not too sure there. I'll say seafood, but in case people do kind of push back multiverses, because it was incredibly popular, like you said before. And then died. And then died. Uh, best role-playing game, which is... Uh, look, it, probably any other year, like there'd be some stiff competition here, but there's uh, there's one clear winner that neither of us have played, yeah. really. But um, but everyone keeps talking about it. It came out. I don't know, know when it came happen. out. Start of the year. But everyone keeps talking about the damn game. Yeah. Does anyone talk about 
uh, was Live it Xenoblade Chronicles? Nope. Uh, people, a lot of people talking about Xenoblade Chronicles. It's very like yeah, all, all of those, those other con- those little, uh, contenders. Are all excellent. those Nintendo fans. All those Nintendo fans. Well, Triangle yeah, strategy. No one really talks excellent. about that. Pokemon, Pokemon Legends. Legends. Excellent. Nope. Well, no one also, talks about that because four of them are in, like four of them are Switch exclusives. There you go. In the role playing game category. And it's going to get out. That's going to get outdone by Elden Ring. It's going to get beaten by Elden Ring. Ring. So let's move on from that one because we know the answer definitively. No one talks about Pokemon Legends anymore because everyone's talking about Dicklet. (laughs) And the best that is the current Pokemon games. Best action adventure. Uh, This is there's four of the five game of the year. Sorry, four of the six game of the year nominees in this. No, was there five game of the year nominees? Six. Oh, six. I believe there were six. Yeah. Four of, four of the six are in this category alone. A Plague Tale Requiem, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, and then the odd one out, Tunic. Well, I would like to uh, thank Stray and Tunic for coming along. So you but can go sit down there. It's the three too. AAA games that are fine, AAA fine games. for this one. Plague Forbidden West. It is a good adventure game. Uh, Plague Tale, I've only played a little bit of. It's an okay adventure game. God of War Ragnarok. It is an excellent adventure game. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's top tier. It's it is top there. tier. My, top tier, that's not a pun. It is a top tier game. Working our way down the list, we're on to action game this time. Bayonetta 3, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 2, Neon White, Sifu, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles oh. Shredder's Revenge. Get out of here, Sifu. No, I mean, this is the right category for it. it just shouldn't the right the category, one. not the um, fighting one. Oh, it... Like I feel like it's between Seafood and Bayonetta. Oh, there you go. I would say yes, but I haven't played any. But of there's them. a lot of love for Neon White out there too. I just think it's a bit too niche. So, um, I might even go out and say Seafood. I reckon Seafood. Again, people are getting stuck in outrage if Seafood wins two awards. Yeah, especially one well, that's not it in wins, its own it. Category. Wins. It wins in the right and the wrong category. <laughs> Um, That'd be great. You don't have a gut feel? No. Fair enough. Moving on to what is maybe next. Just, just maybe just uh, Bayonetta 3 just to piss off the, uh, the voice, the former voice, voice actor. Former Ooh. voice actress. Former. Uh, best VR slash AR game, After the Fall, Among Us VR, Bone Lab, Moss Book 2, and Red Matter 2. My vote's for Moss Book 2 because it's awesome. But I also haven't, like, I'd. I kind of have a bias against Among Us, um, but it's also probably oh. the biggest, most popular thing in there. After the Falls meant to be awesome. Bone Lab, yeah. I've heard great things about. I don't know Red Matter 2, though. I know none of them except for Among Us, but I, I wouldn't technically call that the best out of the, all of them. No, it's just the most popular. So. Most popular. And it's not, not a pop. Oh, wait, I was going to say it's not a popularity test, but then I realized you can vote for it. So it is a popularity test. It's, I think it's like 90% critics, 10% fans. So. We'll see what happens. Um, my money's on... Well, I, I want... Moss is the book best there, I believe, but I wouldn't rule out really any of the other first three, so especially Among Us, just because of its popularity. Uh, innovation in accessibility. Um, I might even just outline that one for people watching or listening. The recogni- uh, recognition of software and or hardware that is pushing the medium forward by adding features, technology, and content to help games be played and enjoyed by an even wider audience. So it's, yeah, it's about getting, uh, getting games in the hands of more players. Um, thoughts? Uh, I've only played one of those games, and there were a lot of... Oh, sorry, I didn't answer. 
as Dust oh, yeah, God no, of War Ragnarok, yeah. Return to Monkey Island, Last of Us Part One, and The Quarry. Oh yeah. Well, like I said, I only played one, which is Ragnarok, and there were a lot of accessibility features there. It was mind blowing of how many features are there. I didn't know what half of them were because they're not relevant. Personally, I don't need them, but there's yeah. other people out there that may require. It's like the whole colorblind stuff. That's the last few years that's sort of coming because I never yeah, really thought uh, about to, that. to be fair like it's Naughty Dog that really got that ball rolling so credit to them with Last of Us Part 1 in there they're, they're just continuing to drive the standard but I think with you I mean I've played more than just God of War in this thing but I think God of War still does it best they've taken what Naughty Dog has done with The Last of Us and all that sort of stuff and they've just built on it even further so I think God of War will will pinch that one again and you're, you're obviously you've only got God of War to lean on so uh, the yeah, next one, oh, else. I didn't even notice any. If, if there's been sponsors up to this point, I hadn't noticed it. Best community support sponsored by Discord. Um, Apex wow. Legends, Destiny 2, which is actually far better than like the chic Hydro bot or some shit. Um, Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Final Fantasy 14, Fortnite, and No Man's Sky. Final Fantasy 14. Oh, as I say, No Man's Sky is still getting nominated. I know, good on them, right? It's pretty sweet. Good on them. After their absolutely lackluster release of people making fun of yeah. that game and then ah who's laughing now now who's that yeah <laughs> there's um, the uh apex legends no because it still has its problems that ea will not address and fix and fortnite's fortnite it doesn't need any more awards it can go away yeah and destiny 2's still going strong and everyone seems to like final fantasy was it 14 yeah, 14 yeah it was the biggest line of packs for an online game that you could probably play at home anyway. Yeah. Um, the support for Final Fantasy fourteen, especially since World of Warcraft started to take a nosedive with all the Blizzard stuff in recent years, is just huge. Like, people were looking for a new MMO. They came across to Final Fantasy fourteen because it was kind of the, the next most popular. And now it's just surged way past World of Warcraft and, and everything else. It's just... It is the the leader in the in terms of popularity it's the leader in terms of what they're doing with the game like they are just not missing a beat um and i just kind of really want to go and play it myself but who's got 500 hours um plenty of other people apparently and that's why i think it'll win you don't have a you're not too sure do you have a gut feel i feel like uh, Destiny i was close so final fantasy or i was gonna say no man's guy but i don't think it will probably destiny 2 or final fantasy definitely not the other two yeah, that's fair. All right, what is next? Best mobile game. Apex Legends Mobile, Diablo Mortal, Don't You All Have Phones, Genshin Impact, Marvel Snap, yes. and Tower of Fantasy, which I've never heard of before. Uh, probably Marvel Snap would be a popular one. It's but crazy I would like popular. to see Diablo Immortal to win just to piss off all those dickhead Blizzard fans that got angry when a mobile game got released. Thought it was a joke. It wasn't. Like they nickel, they've nickel and dined badly. Like the monetization sucks in Diablo Immortal. But for that exact reason, I would love to see him win. <laughs> like just to upset, like twist the knife even further. Um, I feel like it could be Genshin as an outside chance because it continues to just be incredibly popular. But Marvel Snap, um, I think with I'm with you. It's the probably maybe obvious front runner. Oh yeah. Category. Oh, here's a tough one. Best indie. Cult of the Lamb, Neon White, Sifu, Stray, and Tunic. Oh, Cult of the Lambs. I think Cult Stray will win Lamb. because it was the in the Game of the Year thing, but Cult of the Lamb should absolutely be the winner there. 
I've never had so much joy but it just sacrificing my own cult. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, you've done it before. Quite... Yeah. <laughs> Don't you do it? No, no. Can't say I have. Cold oh. Lamb is the winner for us and uh, Massive Monster, you're the best. Can't wait to do tricks with you again soon. Hopefully we're celebrating a win. Uh, best ongoing game. Apex Legends, it's literally the same thing as before, pretty much. Apex Legends, so did there. Final Fantasy fourteen, Fortnite, and Genshin instead of... Um... Say, is this a game of spot the difference? It's yeah. No Man's Sky. Just No Man's Sky is out, so... Uh, uh, I yeah. feel like Final Fantasy fourteen again. Yeah, sure, we'll go with that. Definitely. We're, in, oh, we're inside the final 10 people, so we can finally jump across to our predictions shortly. Games for Impact, I'll read that one out again, similar to the accessibility one, for a thought-provoking game with a pro-social meaning or message. And we've got six nominees for this one too. Do they fit? They fit. Cool. A Memoir Blue, As Dust Falls, Citizen Sleeper, End, Endling, Extinction, Extinction is Forever, Hindsight, and I Was a Teenage Exocolonist. What? Is... I'll just go with the last one, just because... I think I've heard the name before, but quickly dismissed it. Um, As Dust Falls is the most renowned of the lot. A Memoir Blue I've played and I was pretty underwhelmed by. Citizen Sleeper has a real cult following. I remember when the, the reviews first dropped for that, there was the likes of Kieran Verbruge, who's soon to be the head of uh, Press Start Australia, um, as he's recently announced. Like... There was him and many others that were singing that one and talking about being one of the absolute games of the year. So I wouldn't rule out that, but I'll maybe go as Dust Falls just because of its popularity and reach. I don't know. I haven't actually played anything other than the Memoir Blue, which is a real shame because it's poss- quite possibly the worst one on the list. Oh, wow. I mean, w- without without kind of knowing the others well enough. So uh, next up is the best performance. Back to five nominees. Oh, uh, and God. it's... Ba- it's it's just the PlayStation Award for the most part. Uh, Ashley Birch for Horizon Forbidden West. Uh, Charlotte McBurney for A Plague Tale Requiem. Christopher Judge for God of War Ragnarok. Uh, Manon Gage for Immortality. And Sonny... Oh, I've never been... Uh, Sonny Soljic uh, for God of War Ragnarok. Who is Atreus? For anyone unfamiliar there too. I was just saying, it would have been nice if they actually put underneath who they betrayed. I know most of it. It's obvious that one... The first, is Aloy. Aloy. Um, I've forgotten her name, but the main female character in... Amicia. Yep. Uh, Kratos. I haven't actually played Immortality yet, so I don't know. Um, and then, yeah, Trace at the end. I would have to say, go on by what I've played, Christopher Judge by a long shot. Yeah. It's not because of his, because he plays Kratos. It's just that it's the Ragnarok itself, the performance he does in Ragnarok is brilliant. Same with um old, with Sonny as well, but he old Christopher Jugs Judge Jugs Judge, judge <laughs> <laughs> pretty much his performance takes the cake, and there's good reason why. I'm not going to say why because, like I say, say it's more thing about that game, you ruin it, and that's yeah, what I don't want fair. to do. Best audio design: Call of Duty Modern Warfare Two, oh, Elden yeah? Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Gran Turismo Seven, and Horizon Forbidden West. I'm going Horizon. Oh, okay. I don't know. It's a tough one. I just because they've I mean, just clear, like it's kind of in-game audio and sound design. So it's soundtrack. It's the way like it's audio effects. It's the whole package. Um, and oh, I think yeah. Horizon no. is the best. Yeah, no, I so I do agree with that. As much as I do, because I have the 3D headphone 
now PlayStation, so I can actually hear where those goddamn ravens are in Ragnarok now. Yeah, I know. I can just hear it. I go, wait, there's a, there's yeah, a raven around here somewhere. Like, where is it? But like you say, Forbidden West sound overall is better. Yeah. This is the more focused one. The best score and music. A Plague Tale Requiem, oh. Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, oh. Metal Hellsinger, so... and Xenoblade Chronicles 3. Oh, it's so difficult. I mean, Bear McQuery did a great job on Ragnarok. What's Especially the at the end. What's the butt for you? There's a you did so, such a great know, job, I, but Metal Health here is so much better, just with its well, rhythm game. Track. Yeah, but it's also its rhythm as well, whilst played. Yeah, true. In music as well. Elden Ring, I don't know, but they said the score was good in Elden Ring. The score, the music yeah, score, and the score itself. Pretty, pretty epic. It is, but it's just sort of the music. For Ragnarok at the end of the game was brilliant. Yeah. So it's a real tough. It's a tough one. It's, but these, these, I do think it gets so tough. So like best indie was tough. Yeah, I'll say God, God of War. War for me. Because I was getting excited. We're into the final four now. Uh, best art direction: Elden Ring, God oh, of War, man. Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Scorn, and Stray. Scorn making its only appearance in the the awards because it yeah. Yeah, everything looks like Look, dicks. This looks, yeah. I just want to win. Just because it has so many dicklets in it. Yeah. Um, Just for laughs. Art direction. The tough one. Oh. You could say, oh, I would say Elden Ring. It's got a lot of colour in it this time compared to the other games of from 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 software. Yeah, it's it's better than I guess the the others, which are kind of whatever their whatever their setting is. They stick to that tone, but. All Forbidden West is compared to Zero Dawn is just more light. Yeah. Sunlight. But Ragnarok has snow. It's a tough one. But then all the different realms are pretty amazing too. Like they, they all look really oh. different. So I think for that reason I'm going to go God of War because they have so many different types of environments that they can do up and they all look incredible. They have fire. They have I snow. Wanna... They have jungle. They have yeah. sand. Yeah. They do have sand actually. Yep. They nail, they nail everything. I'm going God of War. Yeah. Just because they've got the variety to be able to draw upon. Oh, yeah. Um, the water. Best the clouds. Oh, the clouds in Ragnarok. Oh. oh. <laughs> yeah, I've never seen such good clouds in my life. The best narrative uh, almost has all of our nominees in it. Uh, A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, and Immortality. I'm just going God of War. God of War. Yeah. By that story. Country Mile. Why wow, Mile is brilliant. I mean, Horizons is awesome. I believe everything I hear out of Plague Tale, especially the ending, is amazing. Elden Ring, I think, like if you're if, if there's like best lore, then sure it wins. But it's about storytelling and narrative development, and that's and not what Elden Ring does best. I say, if I say if you want a example of good storytelling, Ragnarok is the game. Yeah. To go to, by a long shot. Here's our uh, penultimate award here. So uh, best game direction. Which more often than not, your oh. game of the year is nestled in this one as well, and I think that well, the the clear two horse race is here. So, Elden Ring, God of War, Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Immortality, and Stray. Ah, oh. it's yeah. This, like is, really said, just, it's, this it's, is really just the question. It's like two horse race. It's just between Elden Ring and Elden Ring for God of game War. of the year. So, for me, it's Ooh. God of War, based on that. Yeah, I'll go with God of War as well. Which then answers our final question. Um, Game of the Year, A Plague Tale Requiem, Elden Ring, God of War Ragnarok, Horizon Forbidden West, Stray, 
and then sneaking in Xenoblade Chronicles 3. You tried well, your best, everyone, yeah. but it's a two-horse race. And it's yeah, a two-horse race. We've, an- we've answered it already, so we think it was it'd be got a ball. Especially 2021, we all straight up knew, like, who's going to win game of the year at the start of the year? And everyone knew God of War was going to be... Uh, it's going to be there. It's like, oh, God of War's going to win it. You don't have to worry about it. Then Elden Ring came out of nowhere. There's some other guy who thought Gotham Knights was um on the same level <laughs> as Elden Ring. I don't know. It's a shame that it didn't make it. It didn't make any awards, Gotham Knights. It's an absolute shame, considering the guy gave it a 96. What, what a surprise. What um, a shock. So, yeah, we've, we've got uh, God of War Ragnarok as our game of the year for both of us. So we'll just have to see what happens this Friday when the... When the Game Awards happen, we'll be debriefing on it next week's patch because we'll will, talk about all the announcements yes, and those sorts of things. I will also say too, if Elden Ring does win, well I'm not going to be I'm not going to be angry about it either. Yeah, it's no. just if one of the other or four surprised. wins, then there's something wrong. It's almost as rigged as the FIFA World Cup in Qatar. <laughs> all I mean, right, uh, I, I was but now. at the same time, those other four, oh, well, maybe one of them probably don't have the money to give to all the journalists. No. no. Because it all went to Santa Monica Studios exactly. with their 5 million sales. So from here, we'll jump into some of our predictions for the event. We've got three each for kind of the game reveals and those sorts of things. So we'll, we'll try and get through this fairly quickly because we've got about 40 minutes. And I must admit, in the background, my dog is going absolutely nuts. And I'm the only person home he's doing that, making that noise right outside my son's bedroom. So... Um, I'll, I'll let you go with your three straight out the gate. What do you what do you expect to be announced or shown or whatever? All right. Uh, I reckon there will be, hopefully, a Spider-Man 2 trailer. Cool. Okay. We haven't so you seen stole, one you stole since... the first thing on my list, but yeah. Yeah, because we did, haven't seen one since I think it was last. Since Game they announced Wars. it, yeah, in September yes. last year. And I sort of think maybe we'll see some more, maybe to see what enemies we get and see what's going on with Harry. I think that one's almost a certainty because they don't want to announce any big exclusive at the moment while they're trying to yeah, while they're in the little battle over Activision with Xbox so they no, will no, just no. show just, the one thing that they've Jim already got Ryan. it's Jim Ryan versus Activision and he, Jim Ryan is like starting to win the battle the way things are shaping but anyway yeah I, I think for that reason though they don't want to announce new games at the moment so if they can avoid it so they will lean on um, Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine if they need to but I think Spider-Man 2 will be the only one they, they present Anything else that's coming to PlayStation will be like third-party exclusives, you know, Final Fantasy 16, that sort of stuff. Forspoken, that sort of thing. What else have you got? Uh, just uh, a Gears of War logo will just appear. Oh. That's it. That's all we see. And Oh, maybe the Sound of Chainsaws or Lances. Cool. I'll get around that. That's it. I don't care if they don't show anything. As long as they just show the logo, I just know there's a game around the corner. That's yep. all I care about. Yeah, I'm keen. You don't have to show me anything. I don't care. Because I already one? know oh, the final one. one is well, considering that they, I think they were going to give uh, a Steam Deck. Oh, away every minute. every away every minute. So I just thought at the end of the show Boom, they're just going to announce a new and improved Steam Deck because they just gave all the suckers <laughs> all the old <laughs> shitty ones. Cleared all their stock out now, so here we go. A new one terabyte. No, not one terabyte. I don't know what the disk size do, is. Yeah, they they can do one terabyte now. Yeah, two terabytes then. Done. Two terabytes, bigger battery. And everyone else gets... All those people that spent thousands of dollars Thanks, to guys. get one. Who so spent thousands of dollars to get get one, only to figure out they got the old model. Sucked in. 
and is now um, worth nothing. On my end, I had a backup just in case because I felt like Spider-Man 2 might appear. So Spider-Man 2 was one of them, but uh, I'll, I'll go three other ones. Uh, Wolf Among Us 2 will be there and we'll get a release date. Or at, least, at the very least, it'll be you know officially locked in for 2023, but I feel like they'll drop a date. Um, Kojima will be there, unsurprisingly. I think that... But of course he of will. His, his Kojima's everywhere at the moment. But not only will he be there, but he will bookend the event. He will open it with... Oh, what order? I think this is going to happen. He'll open More the event with in. Death Stranding 2. Oh, yes. And he'll close it with the Xbox exclusive overdose that's currently current named overdose but I don't know if that's the actual name but I think he'll PT2. do I think he'll be there twice oh, his, his games will feature twice they're both out there we all know about them so um, I think he'll he's actually just, just show them he's just trying to throw us off with all these like pictures of him just hanging out with people yep. all these big day people and then Norman's just there in the background just because he looking just sad. goes uh, and hey. my final thing is also another thing that's kind of like um, Jeff has had a bit of history with Activision when it comes to his, his various different events and done a really good job with it and uh, Crash Bandicoot will be there oh okay there, there's these, these r- uh, rumours of a like a multiplayer game and I think that will be what is announced um, I, I, yeah I think that'll I think that'll be a real thing so I think that'll turn up so I mean were there any other ideas you had that you didn't like that didn't kind of feature in your no because I was trying to think really hard of what games would come out or get announced I'm thinking there's already enough games coming out in 2023 I don't think you need to show anything or say new yeah well I mean show things that we already know about like for instance Spider-Man 2 we know it's coming well there's already some things that are more or less confirmed to be there as well so uh, Star Wars Jedi Survivor is meant to be there Diablo 4 is supposedly going to be there um, what else is going to be there? Uh, shit, I've I've gone blank on the name. The the Monster Hunter like Wild Hearts, the Monster Hunter like one from oh, the um, EA one from EA. And now someone's leading off like fireworks or cracks in the street. Fuck's sake. Um, so oh Jesus, yeah, we'll definitely wrap things up because my kids are going to lose their minds if they, if they, this wakes them up. But uh, yeah, I think like there's there's a few things that are already. Oh, Final Fantasy 16 is supposed to be there as well. So there's quite a bit going on um, already, let alone the stuff. And Tekken 8 is confirmed now too. There's a whole bunch going on. So it's already going to be a pretty stacked event as is. All right. We'll wrap things up there. I'm literally hearing fireworks now. <laughs> this is fuck, This is bullshit. Um, Why don't we do this on a Saturday? We've, yeah, we do it on a different night and all of a sudden the whole world decides to it's time to celebrate. Maybe Australia's like won a World Cup even though the game doesn't start I was saying they're, a bit, they're a bit early for the World Cup it doesn't start for another 10 hours yeah I don't know go figure um, alright we'll wrap things up there if you enjoyed this episode of Patch please be sure to like share and subscribe all the buttons are down below hit the notification bell that way you're alerted to every new video the moment it goes live on the channel that includes more patched player two plays gamer school and a whole bunch more there's some awesome stuff there so please subscribe and go and check it out Visit the website player2.net.au for reviews, previews, opinion pieces, news, features, links to the podcast series, Patched, the Player 2 Pixelcast, and Dev Diary. We're on Patreon, patreon.com slash player2au, kicking a few bucks, lower tiers, early access, high tiers, monthly episode exclusives. And finally, there's Twitter, Matto. Matto underscore Phil. Paul James Games for myself. The website is player2au. And until next week, uh, hopefully all your game awards related dreams come true and we'll talk about them next week. So thanks a lot for watching and we'll see you later.